Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Yeah, whatever. Oh, welcome back, guys, to another episode. We're going to talk about part two. I really didn't do any checks on anything. Is your mic good? I think it's fine. Yeah, that's good. What are we out? You can tell this room don't have a lot of stuff in it right now, because when you play Echoes. it back and listen, it has a little bit of a ring. Like, I need to get this thing done. Get to fur- some furniture back in here. Kind of absorb that sound, I guess. To help, but anyways, thanks guys for joining us back for another episode. It's part two of um, mentoring new duck hunters, and there's gonna be two new duck hunters that'll be mentoring this year. Our help, I mean, we all will be whoever they hunt with, it's not just me, but Robert Hernandez and Michael Catano. Is there anybody else? That I'm trying to think of, and then Vivian, my own daughter. I mean, it'll be her first year, so yeah. I think I'm gonna get my wife out there this year. And okay, yeah, she knows about duck hunting. Yeah, she's got a trip planned to see her sister back in North Carolina. And then when she comes back after that, she's gonna start going. It'll be around December. So you got her. You just gonna get her license and stuff then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then just get like her day pack, couple day passes or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Got to get her some waiters and trying to look at that. Mm. Taylor, we might go with the same ones that she has. I don't know. What's Taylor now? It's the She Outdoors. S H E Oh, I never heard of it. Yeah. You get do you have to order I guess it's special? specifically designed for women. It's a it's really? a uh Cabela's Bass Pro. I think that they're they carry them. Mm-hmm. I was looking at that and then but Lacrosse has a has a waiter too that looks pretty nice, but it's a little bit more pricey. Mm-hmm. So I'm like What's the, the she one? Like what's the like grandma? Two the something? Oh uh Oh really? Those were two two hundred? The she ones? 
Yeah. Oh, wow. No, the cross ones are like three something. Really? Yeah, but I don't think that she would like neoprenes. You know, neoprenes, you can get them cheaper, Is but the, breathables. They're breathables. Okay, the $300 ones? Mm-hmm. So why are they so much? Because lacrosse, a lot of theirs is cheaper. Why is it because uh, it's, it's for a woman? Specifically designed for a woman, uh-huh. I guess. Well, the thing is, they'll probably last forever for Taylor and her, just for the fact that yeah, they don't go as nowhere near as much as we do. No. Although my daughter has informed me that she is going to be going a lot, going a lot this right. year. Hey, good, good to hear. All right, so the first uh, topic we're gonna go over tonight, and like I said, I, I didn't want to leave you guys hanging. On the last one, because you were probably saying, hey, you left this out, you left this out. And I said, don't worry about it. We'll we'll get it covered. There's plenty. We're probably going to be four or five episodes. But the first one is keep it simple. And Travis, when I said that to Travis before, <laughs> before we started, he's like, we never keep it Here's simple. Here's the simplicity of it. It's a duck. And when I tell you to shoot, shoot it. That's <laughs> yeah. just a simple. But as far as like, I don't know what they're trying to say. I haven't read that. You want me to read that part first? Yeah, let's see what they say. Because okay. my, my idea of simplicity in this, I'm sure, is oh, yeah. totally... Not the same. Yeah, because we got to remember to bring our brain back down to that. What's really what really matters? Not okay. There's this way. This all right. This is what they say. The beginner doesn't need to know the intricacies of choke selection, shot sizes, etc., to shoot a first duck. Teach these things as interest grow. Which I thought that was a really good point. They said yeah, as that interest works. grows, because maybe some this person will go and never go again. So True. what does it matter, right? Um. It said, put a modified choke in the newcomer's gun, which I think is a, another huge thing. Uh, Caleb, with his first duck, he thought he may have had a turkey choke in, and I never thought to say nothing to him about it, and you get let him use your gun on the bird. Yeah. And and I, I don't think he shot enough rounds that it sealed it in there. Hopefully not. Uh, what, his choke? Isn't turkey chokes they have an issue with that sometimes? If you shoot still shot out of them, it can... Well, the thing is, I know- turkey chokes, they're ex- well, his wasn't extended, though. No. So it might have meant, hopefully it didn't mess it up. He didn't shoot that many Caleb, rounds. if you're listening, sorry. <laughs> I did not know that you had that choke in there. I don't know. It should be fine. But And then it says, ins and outs of ballistics are important lessons for the future, but can detract from basic safety and shooting skills early on. So That's true. I thought, I thought when they were referring to simplicity is like, you know, don't go out there that long if they get tired or, you know. Oh. All or decoys, stuff. all the decoys, and how many this and that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. But how I introduce people, I'm, I'm basically, I'm going. You're going along for and the you're show. You're coming along, <laughs> right? You're going along for the show. <laughs> oh yeah, that's kind of true. That's the simplicity of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to laugh. I start coughing every time I sing it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we're meet, going that way. Me, yeah, keep up. Yeah, follow me. At least you're not in Travis's prime where you can't keep up with him like I was. But um, me and Harrison were talking about that today as well, about taking new people with you. You know, um, do you think it's selfish of you to not want to take a new duck hunter every time you go duck hunting? Is that a selfish thing? Is that a selfish thing that you don't want to take a new hunter every time? I mean, it's no. I mean, there's no right or wrong. I guess no. I, I would say no because I don't want to take a new person every time. Right. Yeah. And is, but is there something wrong? Is that selfish saying that? I mean, we. This is a conversation me and Harrison. Already I had don't today. think it's selfish. I mean, I think that you you can plan for you know saying a trip and you want to. I think the big thing is is you want to take them when, you know, of course you're going to be successful. Right. Mm-hmm. 
And we can't you can't guarantee that. No. You don't know from time to time how what type of hunt it's gonna be. But I mean like a, a like opening day, that was good with, with Caleb because mm-hmm. he had lots of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Where if you took him in November, it might not have been that interesting to him, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. if you're killing, you know, two, three birds at the max, you know, that can be a slow day. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's selfish to not take someone every time. I think you, you should be selective in it. Mm. That's what me and Harris were talking about. We feel the same way, you know, because there's always people like, oh, I want to go with you, want to go with you, you know, and I, and it's not just me. that People want to go with you. They want to go with Thomas. Like there's someone always wanting to go, and it's like, well, you feel bad because you don't – I don't like telling people no, number yeah. one. But at the same time, it's like, well, to be honest with you, you're just saying a good time to go. Like I'm just going because I have a problem. I have an addiction. Like, I have to go out there. Did you miss a single weekend last year? No, of course not. I don't think well, I did either. I shouldn't say that because if I was working, I I probably did miss a few. I did miss a few, but not very many, dude. Yeah. This year, I'll miss a week a month because of your work schedule. Because of the work schedule, I can't literally can't go. But which, I'm sure you plan on making I, up for I'm it on ma- the days oh, that you baby, can. I'm making up for it. You know I am. Yeah. So no complaining there. I'm just saying that's it'll be like that. But it's 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 actually nice knowing when I can and can't hunt. Instead of like before, it was like oh, I hope I can hope Saturday. I hope I can hunt Saturday. I hope I can, and yeah. I hate that man. Like I I'm so regimented the way I like I like things. I like to know way out in advance. I just just me now. Am I organized? That's a different story. Yeah. Well, there's a there's that's debatable too because. Everything can look like it's out of place, but if you know where everything's at, <laughs> yeah, then that's what that's what matters. Like when you're mounting a bird. But now when you tell somebody, hey, go get this for me, that fun. might be another problem. Yeah. Here, Okay, so here's the next one. Uh, this is a big one. Practice shooting. Okay, fire. Here, here's the big thing. This is huge. We could talk about this the whole rest of the podcast. I think we might have barely touched in it on the last one. But talking about being safe. This does say practice shooting, so that's really what it's basically talking about. But it does say firearm safety, basic shotgun familiarity, and fundamental wing shooting skills are all required to get that first duck. These are seldom mastered in a single session. Head to the range together several times before hunting. Shooting is fun anyways. So I don't think skeet or trap ever help you to be a better shot on a duck, but I think it helps you. Well, yeah, oh, because I, you become more familiar I guess I just, with. I guess I just contradicted myself. Well, I think that what you're you trying, to say, I'm trying you, to say is that it's not going to help you hit a duck or or be able to simulate the flight of a duck. There you go. That's kind of what I was trying to say. But it will make you familiar with you know swinging. bringing your gun up to your shoulder, swinging on a target, you know, finding the sight picture. Um, you know, some people if they haven't shot a shotgun a lot, I don't want the first time they go out there to be on a duck hunt. No. Because they need to know how to load the thing, you know, be familiar with the gun to know, okay, you push this button to slide a shell up into the chamber, you know, this is where the safety's at, those sort of things. Yeah, that should not be getting learned. That's not something you should learn out in the pond. Mm -mm. So, that's when, but I've never really, I don't think I've ever really taken somebody that, that was that new, that was that green at, you know, handling a shotgun. Yeah. And two, you know, because birds fly. In a skeet or trap scenario, you know where the target's co- um, the target's coming from. Mm-hmm. The flight is going to take a duck. It's going to come from all three hundred sixty degrees mm-hmm. and do whatever. And you don't want somebody that's not 
comfortable or you're comfortable with swinging a shotgun around trying to find where they're at if you're hunting, you know, got a tickle on my throat. Um, like mud and stuff like that where you can fall over really easy. I mean, we've done it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. Almost fall over. I have fallen over. <coughs> Excuse me? Um, but you don't want somebody that's that's green with a gun. They may be green to duck hunting, but green with a gun is two different things. So I wouldn't feel su- super comfortable with somebody out there that is like that. Right. I, would, I wouldn't take somebody like that. Right. No, and that's, and that's part of mentoring too. Like, you know, you need to get familiar. If they want to meet you out somewhere and – Hey, let's you know, let's go out to some property or some BLM land and throw some clays or something, you know, just to get that. Like you said, yeah, and then see that way you can be more hands on with them in that yeah. scenario, um, not being distracted by ducks coming over. Yeah, well, you're gonna be focused on. You know what I'm saying you're not gonna get any duck hunting. You won't be duck hunting if you take no. somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like taking a brand new dog the first time. Yeah, I, I, you can't really take your gun if you're gonna do the dog justice. You can't. Do that. You have to focus on him and help him out. Yeah. Sorry, new duck hunters. I'm referring to you as a dog, but it's just, it's, you gotta, you gotta, that, that's why, like, I, I don't know if I said this last week or maybe there's something personally I said to you, but I have a real, very, very hesitant of taking young, young kids that have not been mentored by their parents. If they have some, if they, if you don't have parents, I understand that. And I could do that on the side, but not on a hunt for the first time. Yeah. Because now having a dog and stuff like that, just accidents happen and stuff. And it's just like, eh, you know, I need, if I'm going to take you hunting, I'd rather just take you hunting on a junior hunt. Like if you're a young kid to focus on you and. But still, I think that would have a level of difficulty for you because you do have Rocky and you're working with him even on the junior hunt. Mm, True. But. If their parent can be there, you know what I'm saying, and but sometimes you know the parents they 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 may be fine with their kids going, they just don't go. right, but they don't want to put the investment in because they're not interested in duck right. hunting. So you know they have to have waiters. You know, mm-hmm. if it's later in the season, they need to, they want to be warm. And there's too many factors. You know, they, I don't think they really feel like messing with it too much, right? right. Because they, I think the other thing too, if it's their kids' first time, they don't even know if their kids gonna like it. So why are they gonna go drop? You know. 150 bucks on right. a pair of waders for one hunt and maybe never use them again right no i agree all right the next one is temper the expectations it says never lead with we're going to shoot a pile of ducks as you prepare for the first hunt storytelling is important to fan the flames but the measure of success should never be counting ducks killed no and i think caleb was a prime example with that Oh, he would have been totally perfect. happy with that one bird or nothing shooting that one bird or just being there. Yeah. But that one bird, I mean, that basically said that made his day. You know what I'm saying? Um, and two, you can ever, you know, predict expectations anyways. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything can be good. Just right. It seems right. Nothing happens. If anything, don't you think we're a little bit more negative than positive? And it's not that we're being negative, but you're like, <laughs> I, maybe I'm like, I, maybe, these people in the parking lot. You yeah, know? <laughs> maybe it's me. Or just like, ah, oh, there's no wind. Or it's warm today. Or you're driving out to the refuge, you know, if you're going to do afternoon hunt. And there's no birds, there's no birds anywhere. Like, sky, you're like, yeah. this is going to stink, you know. Yeah. And we have, a, we have a spot where we always check to see if there's shovelers in there. And we always kind of base like, okay, there's shovelers out here. That means there's birds around. Yeah. You know, that's kind, of a, that's kind of a gauge. Mm-hmm. But it's not always an accurate gauge. Right. All right. I mean, I mean, for me, 
because it was kind of talking about social media too, which I guess a lot a lot of the young generations all on the social media, so they're feeding off that as well as YouTube and stuff like that too. So most people don't post a picture of one bird, you know. They're they're posting pictures. Yeah, but you know what? you know I've seen a lot lately this year, um, because a lot of seasons have opened already. You know, ahead of ours, balance of the state. I've seen quite a few things um, on Facebook where people are posting a picture of just one bird, but it's their first one. You know, mm-hmm. and it's really cool because there's it seems like there's a lot of more people like, hey, this is my first year duck hunting. That's this cool. is my first bird. You know, I've seen quite a few posts like that, so I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. You know, if they if they got the one bird, you know, what I'm saying they're they're proud of it. Yeah. And it's like that's that's cool, you know. That's cool. Thumbs up to you. You you got your first bird, and you know, I hope that you get more as Many the season more. goes on and mm-hmm. throughout the rest of your you know duck hunting career. Yeah. Yeah. So just don't don't uh, create something that's not realistic. I which I don't feel like most people I know would even do that. Anyways, I don't feel like nobody's like, oh man, we're gonna smash them today. We're gonna do this and that. I'm just like it's gonna be a good day. It's gonna be a fun day, no matter what it you know however yeah. it turns out. You know. Um, junior hunts, they're pretty, always pretty good, but I know I keep referring to that, but most people just, that's referring to juniors, but guys that are new for the first year, they're going to go through the season. So they're going to see the highs and lows. Um, most of our guys that started out, Jake, Thomas, um, and this has all been spread out over several years, but as these guys started at hunting, eventually you're going to have, you may get lucky a couple of times, but eventually you're going to have those super slow days. So, but I know like Thomas and I think Jake all had terrible first hunts, first like three or four hunts. Oh, okay. And I asked Thomas, I was like, what made you come back? Keep coming back, especially when you ain't shoot nothing. But he's grown up. I think part of that is when you grow up hunting, you know how hunting is. Yeah. So sometimes maybe the new guys or girls, you need to tell them, hey, but you Thomas know. was never really a bird hunter though, was he? No. I mean, big game mostly, right? With like elk mm. and stuff like that, yeah, I mean, and stuff. The same as I was, really. Yeah, you know, I just kind of, yeah, not like crazy. About but you it. went dove hunting and stuff like that. I don't even know if Thomas really dove hunted before, did not he? Not really. Yeah. So, but I think that is true. You know, what I'm saying, knowing that you're not going to get something every time you go out there, mm. definitely helps. You know, where somebody that's never been hunting at all before, like I said, if you have a really bad day, they're, <laughs> they're like, I don't want to come back. Right. The, the potential's there. And we've had a few that. Or if you give them leaky waders. <laughs> that's that's Travis's way to thin the herd. <laughs> yeah, I want to make sure you really want to be If you really want to beat it, we'll get you pass the <laughs> test. And there's a few that have not passed the test <laughs> over the years, I'm sure. All right, the next one is assist with camouflage. Um, it says, on first hunts, a new hunter will likely rely on you for gear. It doesn't have to be fancy. Camo patterns don't need to match. But clothing needs to fit and keep the hunter comfortable in the conditions you'll encounter. Clothing doesn't even have to be camouflage. Very true. But shouldn't make the new hunter feel he or she stands out as a newbie. <laughs> I don't know about that, but <laughs> here, wear this orange vest. For yeah, orange, yeah, no, I don't think we're gonna. I don't no. think. I don't think that would ever be an issue. Or pink camouflage. You know, worrying about oh, I'm newbie because I'm wearing solid green and everyone else is wearing Sitka. I mean, I don't know. Do you think that could bother people? I don't. I don't think. I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe it would. I mean, it always bothered me when you were running around with your oh, waders on, and I just had my, 
you know, Walmart specials. I mean, I felt felt inferior. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you, man. (laughs) I'm joking. Let's not get into that again. Like I said, I know how you guys are checking me out every time I... Well, they were so tight, I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Tamara should be worried. (laughs) (laughs) Did you ever wonder why I always walk behind? I'm (laughs) I'm joking. Oh, good grief. I'm I'm totally joking. We know that. No, um... You would yeah, I mean, if you weren't. I mean, I have like a whole bin, a huge bin in my garage full of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Clothes and camouflage. Mm-hmm. So, all of all different patterns. Yeah. <laughs> What's that really old pattern that you're, that I used to wear? That old jacket you had. It's, it's, I big, know what you're talking about. It's dark brown. Yes. It was brownie. It was made by brown. And then light brown. It was just dark brown, yeah. light brown. That's all it was. Yeah. Old was school. Like old pattern. school, old school camel pattern. Worked just fine. I still have that jacket, you know, in, I have a Robert, like I was telling Robert, he's like, dude, what do I need to get? Because I'm basically mentoring him, helping him, trying to get the right stuff and make sure he don't buy something he doesn't need to buy or buy stuff he absolutely has to have. Yeah. Shotgun. (laughs) He's trying. He said he he went down to Sage Shop trying to get an 870 pump black, just a pump, 28 or 12 gauge, 28 inch, blah, blah, blah. He said, man, good luck ever finding one of those anywhere. It's true because I went on multiple. I searched on Google. Every gun store I could think of sold out, sold out. No matter what color you buy, it could be the dumbest camo. Really? Sold out. Of any kind of gun? Of 870s. Oh, okay. And he said that. People are buying them for home defense. But it's not just 870s, it's everything. Really? Because the way the thing is, yeah, like you look for any guns, dude, they're not available right now. Yeah. But it's because gun sales are out the, the wazoo I know right handguns now. are like that. One of my buddies has been trying to get a handgun forever. Stay- he wants a specific one. I told him, I go, you need to check, you know, because he's been looking at one shop. And I told him, hey, you mm-hmm. look at these other places and see what they can do. If there's some way they can let you know when they get them in or, you know, if you can mm-hmm. some way lock one where they can hold it for you. But I don't know. Stage Shop said they've been trying to get an 870 for like months. That's crazy. The gun store can't even get them. So you're definitely going to go nowhere else and get I mean, You know no. what I mean? So honestly, you know, picking the gun up and stuff like that, but I don't know why. Oh, because what I was talking about is he was getting a gun and everything, trying to get a gun. But also was telling, he's like, what am I going to wear for like a jacket and stuff? I said, dude, I got two or three jackets you can use, you know, yeah. like for, if it gets that cold and talking about waterproof, you know, you'll have some if it rains or whatever. So that's why I, you always kept your stuff. Because I have a tendency of stuff I don't use. I give it to someone else to give it away. But now I'm like, okay, I'm going to start keeping this stuff. Yeah. To if people go with <laughs> I got me. Talon's first pair of waders. I don't even think I could get my arm in the legs. They were so small. You're just keeping it for... We just kept it for seven cinnamon reasons. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. All right. So basically just helping with that. I mean, just it's not just even the camouflage system with, you know, everything. Like what to get, what to what to have, the, the essentials, right? I mean, for us out here, a lot of you don't care about a marsh seat because it's not something really applies to you. But a lot of people in the grasslands and people that are hunting free roam areas and tulies and you, it's, I wouldn't say you have to have it. It is nice to have though. But man, it's a lot better on your back. If you're going to be out there all day. Yeah. You're talking about your back burning. Like I've done it. I've done it lots of times. Oh, and I had to see it's Your back starts to hurt. And then this and last time. Yeah. This last time when we went up there, we were on our knees the whole time trying to stay low. Good yeah. grief. Were your knees sore from that? No, my, my, uh, I don't know, your quads. Oh, yeah. Well, that was, fr- I think that's from standing up and getting down again. Yeah, that was. Oh, dude, my oh, knees. Oh, my, my knees goodness. didn't bother me that bad. Oh, it was dude, my, I, my legs, felt, man, they were mine sore. still feels sore from it. 
Really? Oh, yeah. But I had I bad sore knees. for like three days. My knees never bothered me. Caleb was like, my leg. <laughs> but my legs were sore. If somebody yeah. would have socked me, I'd have probably screamed. Yeah, we were we were, <laughs> we were hurting. All right, we're trying to get through these, but I don't want to rush through anything. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, This one says gun fitting. So to quickly develop solid wing shooting skills, make sure the newcomer has a shotgun. He or she can shoot comfortably. Adjustable stocks and slip on pads are mentor's best friend. Get the gun set up properly and make sure the new hunter uses it in all practice sessions. Well, I think one thing that's too is like probably in a practice session, it depends on the time of year, but think about if you're wearing a, a coat, things like that, you know, you may be able to shoulder that gun easily with a uh, short sleeve shirt on, mm-hmm. but you start layering up, you know, it may not fit right. So I think that that might not be a bad thing. You know, you don't want them to have a gun they've never Handled before, basically, you mm-hmm. know, just like loading safe where the safety's at. Yeah. All those things. But just, yeah, shouldering, definitely. Well, and the trigger pull, too, like, you know, if it's too far, you want that right. Like, when you throw it up to your shoulder, you mm-hmm. don't want the trigger too far where you're reaching to get out to it or your back too far, which most people use standard setup, and it works pretty much for most people. Yeah. But sometimes there's, like, Thomas, he has really long arms, and I, I don't know if he adjusted his or not, but I want to say his... Because you put what you do is put the butt of the gun right in your the crease oh, okay. of your elbow, and then your finger should kind of line up with the trigger well. Okay. If it's if your hands way past it, it's going to cause you to scrunch in to shoot, and that's where you would use the adjust. Yeah, I mean, you, you wouldn't want to give someone like Thomas a youth twenty gauge. No, I think he <laughs> might have a tough time with that. So just I guess get him get him dialed in and and. Um, well, we got six minutes. I don't know if I want to jump on this one or not, because this one, this says modest gear, okay? So this is talking about mentoring someone. Avoid the temptation to break out your most expensive gear to impress the newcomer, okay? A beginner on the fence might be intimidated if they perceive hunting as too expensive. You need to show newcomers anybody can do this without spending a million dollars. They need to see they can buy a used shotgun for a couple hundred bucks, find and repaint some decoys from a yard sale, and be a successful hunter. So, I I could be wrong, but to me it sounds like he's trying to say, and I, I don't mean this offensively to him, but I'm just speaking when I feel like I interpret that. He It feels like he's basically saying, you need to go wear your old stuff when you hunt with them just so they don't get intimidated. I don't feel like that's really an issue i haven't had i've never had it be an issue i don't think it is maybe they're thinking that and we don't know they're thinking that like man i wish yeah i have no idea the mindset but i don't either i mean mean, because i don't keep like why forever i kept like all my old decoys i had them but eventually you run out of room and you can't keep them so i sold a bunch of them in a garage sale yeah and they sold I don't know if people want them for lawn decorations or what, but I basically I don't really keep all the old stuff now. Okay, well let's say this: you're expensive waiters. You're not going to wear those waiters out there because they're it's the only ones I got. It's yeah. the last pair I ever buy. I didn't keep the other ones. <laughs> There's a reason <laughs> I bought them. I needed a pair, <laughs> and it said they're the last pair you'll ever buy. <laughs> That's what they said. Yeah. Um. We'll find out. So I don't have another pair of waiters to wear. I know, but do you understand what I'm trying to say? 
Yeah, I don't think they'd be intimidated. I don't know. Maybe we should ask Caleb. Hey, man, because you had the rustic ridges out there. We were wearing sicko. Was that intimidating? I mean, I don't think he even thought of it. As long as you don't get wet, that's the main thing. That's that's all that matters. I mean, he was talking about his ankles getting lacerated. <laughs> well, he wore I mean, he wore socks. Dude, ankle socks. He, he wore ankle socks though. Come on, Caleb. <laughs> he had shorts on. It was freezing cold. I guess we were bad. I was like thinking about mentorship. I was like, I guess I was a bad mentor when he said wool socks. I assumed I've never heard of ankle wool socks. Well, I'm all, Have you? I'm all, I got like ski pants underneath my waders, and this guy's he gets out of his truck and walk around with shorts on, and it was cold. Dude, have you ever heard of ankle wool socks? I didn't even know they made them. I didn't either, and I'm I'm probably that we probably sound like idiots for saying that, but I never even knew they made ankle wool socks. I thought the only ones that came up to your knees, and I don't really like yeah, the ones that high. Well, my no, yeah, kidding. mine are but, like uh, mid shin. Yeah, and the reason I the main re- one of the main reasons is how it doesn't make your foot get too hot, but it keeps you really warm when it's cold. Yeah, but there are deals. It's good padding in there for that very reason of getting <laughs> sore around your, your ankle boots, yeah. or shin, which these Sitka boots don't really do, or the lacrosse boots don't really do that. But dude, have you ever had? The, oh yeah, just raw cuts? man, oh, raw, oh, oh, oh. painful. Just rubbing on there, just oh. cutting into your leg, and just every step is just. Pain. I guarantee you he was in pain. If he said, if he was using the word lacerated, he must have been hurting bad, dude. And he didn't, we didn't even walk that far. And we were walking through shallow mud. It was the easiest walk you could possibly have. So but if, if he it's was rubbing, bad, it's rubbing. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Can you imagine if we were in deep mud and we had a two-mile walk like we've done lots of times? That would not have been fun. He, I felt for, I would have I would felt bad for that, dude, <laughs> yeah. right now because I couldn't take the fun right out of it. Oh, yeah. So, but I don't know. I just don't feel like, I don't feel like I should downgrade gear. I, I get, I kind of get what he's saying. Bring your slingshot. Don't bring your shotgun. Bring your slingshot. Well, he's, no, he's like, yeah, <laughs> if we want to be sarcastic. Bolo. <laughs> well, it says they need to see that they can buy a used shotgun. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like anybody I take, I have to prove to them that I can kill it with this gun or that gun. I, I do. Well, I'll say this, Travis. I don't think maybe locally, but the, I think there is people, and I'm down down on people, but I think there is people because of the lack of knowledge of things, they think you can shoot better with a Browning A5 better than an 870. That gun doesn't make you shoot better. No, it's personal preference. preference. After I I had a three hundred dollar Big Five gun for several years. Yeah, before I, mean, I, I bought what I had. Seventy, I got when I was sixteen. I had it till I was in my thirties. Before you got another gun. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. People see us and think, oh, you guys are just all the big dogs. You got all this stuff. It's like, hold on a second. We've been hunting for a long time and look at all the stuff we... I mean, personally, I had no problem. I, I mean, I'm I on my third or fourth shotgun. I have no problems just uh, going out and using some old stuff just to make it video out and saying, okay, we can still do with this if that makes people feel like they could be more successful because maybe people do need to see that. I don't know. I have no problems doing that. It's paying all of our decoys black. I still got my old waders, and I still got old decoys, and I I can borrow an old gun. Yeah. It's not going to change the success ratio. Well, the other day when I um when my choke blew out, I used the my old 870. Worked fine. So kill birds. Yeah. So... If you do, you guys are struggling with that on if the good stuff is better than the old, 
Um, it really is preference and affordability. If you can afford it, you do it. If you like it, oh, that's a cool gun. That's why I buy it. It's really bottom line what it comes down to. It's not like I upgraded shotguns because I thought I was going to shoot like Dan, Daniel Boone or something. So anyways, we're time's up. Films actually on the YouTube channel is cutting out right now. But uh, just close this out. Um, appreciate you guys' support. I say that every time because I truly do mean that. It's just not something I say just to say. So I appreciate you guys' support. We got more episodes coming, more hunt recaps. Um, it looks like you guys have been enjoying those. Uh, thank you, Down, for commenting and uh, rating this podcast. And iTunes seen some new comments and some new ratings, so we appreciate the support, guys. You, if you haven't done that, please go in and do that. And check out our YouTube channel, Mid Valley Mercenaries, on YouTube. I think you guys will really enjoy it. Uh, we've been putting out content. I feel like it's been pretty um, good quality. Hopefully, I like watching the B-roll. I mean, seeing you hunt doesn't really get me that excited. Yeah. But no, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just it, I'm messing. trying to do the storyline and all that stuff. No, that's so. cool. The problem is you start at the beginning like that. It's really hard to maintain that. I hope people aren't getting too used to it because <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> it's not going to all be like that. I can tell you that right now. So anyways, all right, guys, check it out. Mid-Valley Mercenaries, check our apparel out. If you guys want to see some cool hats and hoodies and stuff like that, that's midvalleym.com. We'll see you guys on the next episode. <laughs>